0: Hello, mom friends, and welcome to the Motherhood Undieted Podcast. My name is Jillian Yuan. I'm a mom, intuitive eating and body acceptance coach for moms, former mom and baby nurse, and recovering perfectionist. This podcast is real talk for real moms about accepting our ever-changing bodies, developing freedom with food, raising body-confident kids, letting go of mom guilt, and the joys and challenges of all things motherhood. So, grab yourself a cup of coffee, or in my case, warm it up, and let's have a real mom chat. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, mom friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Motherhood Undieted podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Yuan, intuitive eating and body acceptance coach for moms who want to get off the diet roller coaster and live fully in their current body but I want to be healthy to be around for my kids. If I had a dollar for every time my client told me this, I would be able to buy myself a private tropical island. It's normal for you to want to be healthy, to be around for your kids growing. I also want the same for myself. The problem is that diet culture and patriarchy have told us that to be healthy, we need to change our bodies, to shrink our bodies. Living in a smaller body doesn't necessarily constitute health, and neither does living in a larger body constitute unhealth. In this episode, I will talk about how the diet and health industries have led us to believe that to be thin is to be healthy, with the oversimplified and misuse of the body mass index, and how our bodies naturally have a biological mechanism to keep us at our optimal weight if we'd only let it. And what does make up health? and what is health at every size, and I will go over some strategies to begin this process in your current body. So let's dive in. The myth that body mass index equates health. The BMI equation of weight in kilograms divided by height squared was developed by the mathematician in 1930s called Adolf Quetelet. It was later used in the US and Canada to measure people's health risks for doctors and insurance companies, Based on a study of European men, the BMI can't measure someone's health habits or health protective habits. These are as important as someone's weight to height ratio. The other problem with the BMI measurement is that it is flawed because it can't measure the difference in body composition, such as muscle mass to body fat. And muscle weighs more than fat, so those who have a higher proportion of muscle to fat, like athletes, would have a higher BMI than someone of the same weight and height with a higher fat ratio. And really, the BMI is not an accurate measurement for anyone outside the original test subjects who were European men. It's not an accurate calculation of health or health risk for many people, including the BIPOC communities, pregnant and nursing moms, and others. Now, I'll talk about the pregnant and nursing moms. I was always confused as to why when I was pregnant and weighed that my BMI was calculated and as if it meant anything because really my BMI was different because I was carrying a baby and had all the structures within me that nourished my baby. And that's true. Pregnant and nursing moms do not go by the BMI categories. They, don't, they are not an indication of health or health risk because they have higher fat to provide nourishment to their babies And the same is true for women. Women just typically have a higher fat ratio to muscle than men. So if BMI is not a great indicator of health or health risk for adults, it is also not a great indicator for kids. Kids' bodies change constantly, going through many growth spurts, and especially leading up to and during puberty. So please don't let a doctor's impression of your child's health be based on weight or BMI. And also don't let their impression of your health be based on your weight or BMI. Next, did you know that our bodies were naturally designed with biological mechanisms to keep us at our individual best weight? It's called our set point weight, and it's individualized to our bodies. This is the weight our body naturally aims for. Our body's biological mechanisms work tirelessly to keep or bring our body back to this set point weight. This is the reason why diets don't work long-term. Dieting messes with the biological mechanisms, such as hunger and fullness hormones, that drive us to eat. When these mechanisms are broken from dieting, our body works even harder to force our body back to this set point, and often increases your set point weight to protect itself from another possible diet or famine state. Our natural set point weight is the one that you maintain when you listen to your body's hunger and fullness cues, when you don't fixate on your weight or food habits, and the weight you keep returning to in between diets. Many moms ask me how can they return to their set point weight or decrease their set point weight after years of dieting. The truth is, I'm not really sure your set point weight will go back to what it was when you were 20. However, nor is your body the same as it was when you were 20, pre-kids as it is now after having kids, and maybe even entering the next stage of hormonal development of perimenopause. However, the way to allow your body and mind to be at peace is to start honoring your body's hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cues without making it into a new hunger and fullness diet. This simply means eat when you are hungry and stop when you are full and satisfied. Allowing yourself to eat unconditionally and being compassionate with yourself while you learn the new way of responding to your body's needs. This brings us to my last point, health at every size or haze. Health at every size has been around for decades I was made more popular by author Dr. Lindo Bacon in their book, Health at Every Size, The Surprising Truth About Your Weight. This approach to health recognizes that there are many more determinants of health than simply diet and exercise. In fact, diet and exercise only make up 15% of what has been determined to impact health by the World Health Organization. Other determinants of health include income, social status, employment, working conditions, racism and oppression, childhood experiences, physical environments, social supports and coping skills, healthy behaviors, biological and genetic factors, and access to health care. There is more to health than your weight alone. Some of the de- determinants of health mention our mindset and mental health. I believe this to be very true and it is one of the reasons I decided to ditch the diet cycles for good. There are three main steps you can take to start honoring your health at every size, or at any size. Adopt a weight-inclusive mindset, not just for others, but also for yourself. This includes accepting and respecting diversity in body shapes. As moms, we can work to accept our bodies and those of our kids and others without judgment. If someone makes negative comments about their body, or someone else's, we can normalize body diversity instead of agreeing with what they say. Eat for well-being. This includes eating based on hunger, fullness, nutritional needs, and pleasure instead of diets or externally regulated eating plans focused on weight control. This includes developing an intuitive way of eating. As mums, we can learn to apply the principles of intuitive eating and uncouple one's eating habits and preferences from their moral value. This can start with us and our kids. Life-enhancing movement. This includes doing activities that are enjoyable at your current size, and supporting others, including your kids, to do the same, without the pressure of using movement to change body shape, size, or weight. As moms, we can incorporate movement and activities that we actually enjoy, and do them with our kids. This shows them that movement doesn't have to be grueling and painful, or used to allow eating certain forbidden foods, or as punishment for eating them. This also shows that movement is more sustainable when it's something that is enjoyable and easily incorporated into daily life. Let's do an exercise. Take a moment. Take a breath. And feel yourself in your body. Ask yourself what you need right now in this moment. It could be food, water, movement, deep breathing, rest, anything at all. Now, think about giving yourself these things in your current body. How does that make you feel? If you feel you need to change your body before giving yourself what you need, you are not alone. In fact, this is what diet culture counts on. Instead, give yourself a big hug and tell her that you will give her what she needs right now. Not when she loses 10 pounds or when she fits into those pre-COVID genes, but right now. By honoring your needs right now, you are beginning your journey to health at every size. Remember, mom friends, you are worthy of love, health, and happiness at any size and in your current body. Join me next week as we discuss more along this journey of food freedom and body acceptance. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope it was helpful for you. If you did find it helpful, please be sure to share and rate this podcast so other mums can know how about it and benefit from it as well. For more information on how to work with me, head to my website, www.jillianyuan.com or my Instagram or Facebook pages, at Jillian Yuan Mums. You can also book a free discovery call with me to learn more about either my Postpartum Body Respect Program for recently postpartum mums, or my Mom times and Mindset Program for moms who are further along in their motherhood journey. Please note that the topics discussed in this episode are meant for information purposes only and are not meant to diagnose or treat any physical or mental health conditions. Please seek the advice of your healthcare practitioner before implementing any health or psychological strategies mentioned in this podcast. By listening to this podcast or using the resources provided in the notes, you agree that Jillian Yuan and her guests will not be held liable for any adverse effects you may experience by implementing information discussed in this or other episodes of the Motherhood Undieted podcast. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to having another Real Mom Chat with you next week on the Motherhood Undieted podcast. Have a great week, everyone. See you soon.